0: Hello and welcome to the Race FF podcast. I'm your host, Jaime Garcia. <coughs> Ooh, sorry about that. Um and today guys, I am really excited to let you know that um well, first things first, the trophy that I have commissioned for um the 2024 Honda Challenge H2 um race at Um, Hyperfest, uh, this May, that's going to be the, the Saturday only, um, race, because that's the one that I'm going to be there for, um, it has arrived. And if you haven't already seen the Instagram video that I made about the trophy, um, you know, you, you, you should check it out, but essentially it is, um, you know, uh, Hyperfest has a lot of, uh. 90s vibes to it in terms of the aesthetic and um the kind of color schemes and uh, graphics design so i felt like you know to take on a little bit of that the you know mr t and uh flavor Flav uh kind of aesthetic and uh, make a giant pendant uh freaking uh, trophy and you know it, it's nothing crazy it's still plastic or whatever but the title of it you know I, I was workshopping it with a couple of people to figure out something that would be appropriate uh to the kind of uh ethos that honda challenge brings out and the party vibes that's going to be out there and it is the fast as fuck boy um <laughs> trophy Um, and then it has, um, that's written at the top and at the bottom, it, of course, has the 2024 Hyperfest, um, Honda Challenge 2, um, fastest lap. And this is going to be for the race because, you know, uh, there's like something, you know, when you see a race going out and eventually the leaders start to split away from the pack, you're just like, well, you know, the other guys are... They're just gonna go out there and kind of maintain and not really, maybe not even push that hard if they're too away. Sorry, if they're too far away from the um, from the next competitor. But this actually opens it up because I'm going for the fastest lap. So technically, you could be last place and hit the last. The fastest lap so of course this is like any other trophy if somebody gets decued or DQ for going over max horsepower um, the the trophy would then go to the person who um, who goes on ahead and uh, passes scrutineering so the idea is that I want to make sure that um, well one um, I want to have a good show when I'm going over there and uh, checking people out, and I want to make sure that everybody tries, even if they're in last place, because there is something there. And I can say now that I've seen some of the uh, respondents to it that um, a lot of people really like it, from uh, Chris Michaels all the way to Con John Turk from uh, the Blind Apex podcast and... Um, John from 91Octane. Everybody has uh, kind of messaged me really good and positive feedback. So I'm excited about that. I'm looking forward to that. And on top of the... Um, on top of the trophy, I'm also going to be adding in a race FF patch that I had uh, made here locally. So yeah um that's gonna be kind of the prize that i'm doing out there and you know racers love plastic trophies so (laughs) uh i'm excited to do that and kind of like showcase a little bit more of you know what um just kind of highlighting people and giving the recognition that i think they uh deserve for an event that i think is pretty cool i'm really excited about um going to uh, VIR again I've short of uh, Pittsburgh I've never been <laughs> out that way and this is the first time for me to go to a southern state which is going to be very interesting I know that um, now doing the <laughs> not doing the research Danville was the last capital of the Confederacy so that's going to be interesting uh <laughs> Yeah. Um it, 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 it seems fine nowadays. Um and I'm guessing with the event going on Hyperfest and the amount of you know diversity that that will bring. Um I there should be no issues. Um so yeah, it'll, it'll be fine, but it's just kind of wild to be part of, you know, going to a city that's kind of part of that that history and it's just like wow, like this isn't in a book anymore this is like real so yeah that's definitely gonna be one of the things that's gonna be interesting and of course heading out there and hanging out with uh tony um tony driven on uh, instagram and uh john from 91 octane podcast are also gonna be joining me so excited about that so right now i have a test day coming up and I'm kind of of two minds currently. So, as most of you guys know, um, I really want to do wheel to wheel again. Um, and I'm kind of like looking around for where am I going to land? What's going to make sense? And realistically, right now, it is Porsche Owners Club, mainly because it has a wheel to wheel series that I would have to modify my car almost the modification to adjust my car into that one into that class is going to be the least of any all uh wheel-to-wheel classes that i would be able to go to there is of course scca but i don't know um nothing against scca but it's just it feels like a kind of weird and long and drawn out process and I don't know. It, it. I. I went out to an event with POC. um, Met the people there. It, it has such a chill vibe to it. So, I kind of want to give them a shot. And you know, if I'm not changing out the car a lot, um then it's it's fine. Like I. I don't see an issue with it. So here's kind of the conundrum that I've kinda, kind of gotten myself into. So, we'll take this into stages. First stage is first and foremost is i've already installed the home development porsche bbk so with that um two of my spare wheel sets are actually going to be are actually going to be um needing some modification to clear the BBK. So the TE37s, they fit with a 5mm spacer, which is no big deal because I already have extended studs on the front and on the rear, so a 5mm spacer is not going to have any effect in my opinion. Um, What is uh, kind of an issue is that the black racing wheels that I have and the Koenig uh dial-ins, the barrel fitment is really really tight. So most of you that run like the Anki RPF ones know how they have like that kind of step as they get closer to the inner spokes and that makes a uh, clearance uh for BBKs usually an issue. Um it's uh, kind of uh, bigger on the black racing wheels and of course on the um on the Koenig dialands So, with that being said, I am most likely going to get me a set of the Kosei K1s, unless I'm able to do a trade with people on Facebook Marketplace for my. Um, for the. Uh, for the black racing wheels. Um, so, yeah, the, those are like, the fitment on the barrel is, uh, kind of tight, so, I mean, there's nothing wrong with those wheels, my plan originally was to get them finished, the or finished, uh, matte, uh, or, like, gloss black, and then, um, I had bought, off of eBay, the replacement stickers for the Black Racing Pro N1, um, on there, and, yeah, I, I have those ready, so, um, if I trade or sell them, um, those will, with them I'm not trying to like get ridiculous amount of money they're on old JDM wheels so you know they're not in the most amazing conditions but they don't have any bends to them or any cracks or anything like that just aesthetically they're not like at a hundred percent so if you are interested in a, a set of uh fifteen by seven plus uh four by one hundred wheels let me know and we could work something out because I'm probably going to have to get rid of those since those have the hardest uh you know setup to go ahead and clear the BBK. Um yeah, the the dialins are not are not great either, so yeah. Um so that's step 1. Um I am going to follow uh Ryan Bradfield's suggestion um because I noticed that the Porsche brakes, they have, like, these four, uh, kind of, like, alignment, um, uh, kind of prods or what, what have you, uh, for the brake pads, or I'm not sure what their, what their actual design is for, but I'm gonna have to clearance those, which is just a fancy way of saying I'm gonna take my little Dremel and then, uh, kind of grind them, uh, down for clearance, because they hit the rotor, um that i'm currently using so because of that i need to take those off uh clearance those um things and then shave off the uh weights that are in the um te 37s because they just don't don't fit anymore like in all honesty like with the uh brake um the brake caliper clearance to the barrel uh the weights that are on the inside of the T37s they just aren't aren't going to fit clean anymore so um according to Home development's uh, wheel fitment guide the kosei K1s are really the only ones that are um essentially mount and good to go so that's pretty much the wheels that i'm going to be ordering once i get my tax return back uh from tire Rack, because i believe they still have them for 170 each and that was the last time that i checked them so yeah um i've always liked those wheels that's pretty cool um the next thing that i have to consider is essentially um with Porsche Owners Club I'll be running the GT7 class which puts me in competition with uh spec 944s and essentially the lap times are pretty close to Honda Challenge uh each four lap times um and yeah like I think though I think my car can be competitive but Adding, you know, the Porsche brakes is going to eliminate, once I get the Fitment stuff taken care of, it's going to eliminate the headaches of having to deal with the brake seals that I used to have to deal with the EX calipers. And, um, yeah, like those those would essentially, the dust boots would uh, melt and go away. I didn't have any performance issues with the with those paths, um, the Hawk DTC 60s. And um, I'm trying to see if these uh, Porsche brakes with the EBC Blues will work. Um, I know that Streets is kind of a heavy braking uh, track, so that's going to be really good um, like data to get on that. And I know my buddy Carlos, uh, CBR uh, 49, is going to be there as well so i'll be able to get some data on there i know the porsche owners club does run uh streets for their time attack uh series so there'll be some useful data to kind of figure out um what i can do there the thing that i'm kind of like moving back and forth on is tire selection so currently i have a full set plus uh two spares mounted of the toyo double r's now if i'm able to run a 200 treadwear tire i can bump up the horsepower in the uh, eg which would allow me to go ahead and do any um ecu tuning which I would go with the flash tuning that um, my dyno guy that uh, did my dyno a while back um, did for me. So essentially maybe free up some horsepower, finally get over the 120 (laughs) wheel horsepower. I still don't know how much the car is currently making because I took off the catalytic converter. And um, yeah, I just I don't know what it's going to make. Um, and you know, um, with talking with people, uh, pretty much the, um, type of tuning that's been, um, kind of suggested is the, uh, closed loop, which is where it just goes off of whatever the wideband O2 sensor, uh, starts, uh, telling the car and then it like automatically trims it for, for that. So, um, that seems like maybe some way that I end up going, so yeah um, the the issue is that I don't know what 200 wear tire I should go with Now I like I really like the uh, Falcon 660s I use that on my East gen super reliable tire they last a long time I've haven't worn them out really on uh, the eighth gen since I got them from uh, Steve Wong. So, but then again, I don't put a lot of time and, you know, uh, I I haven't really pushed those really hard for a long, so I don't know how, how they are in terms of uh, performance um, if I was to go and do wheel-to-wheel with them. But it would be interesting to get some data to figure out, like, what it does and how it feels um, probably at the street event, depending, again, on my tax returns. So, 660s are an option, but, you know, because I listened to the Slip Angle podcast, I was listening to Adam talk about the Nexon Sport R, and I heard him talk about how those were banned now in uh, GLTC because of how good they are when they come up uh, on temperature like from cold and I'm like huh that would be an interesting um, setup you know GLTC runs 15 minute races sometimes they go a little bit longer but you know from what I've heard from the Nexons is that they last a, a really good amount of time and if I could get good performance that would be equivalent or better than the Toyos especially because I know the Toyos need, like, a lap or so to come up. And before that, they're kind of, like, a little slidey. That might be a competitive advantage I could exploit uh, when I'm fighting against uh, the Spec 944s. Um, So, yeah, um, obviously, wheel-to-wheel will probably not happen this year. Um, It'll probably be until, like, 2025. I may be able to do, like, an event or two um, this year. I don't know. But that is kind of the setup that I'm going to be going with. I, I don't know which 200 treadwear tire I want to run. And mind you, I'm speaking of the 660 and the next, and mainly because for the size that I want to run, which is probably going to be the 225-45-15, uh, I... I would want to run um that that's kind of the set that I would want to run. Um the <laughs> the the price is about a buck 80 for tires. So I know that the Kumho is also on there, the V730 or something. Um so I know those are also in there, but in all honesty, like I I kind of like the um you know it's a big selling point when a when a track organization says like yeah these are a little bit too fast um but i don't know i like the falcons um the other thing with the falcon that's kind of another x variable for it is that they run 10 mil wide so realistically i could put a 205 50 15 and the 205 5015 would um would be a 215 so i would have a little bit more of a contact patch and not be as pinched as the um and not be as pinched as the 225 although i i don't feel like the 225 is really super pinched um but yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like I could get away with uh running the two oh fives, which would be even more cost effective if I run those square. But then again, I, I just need to get some information on that. I, I'd love to figure figure out some info on that. I, I'd probably need to talk to Carlos a little bit more in terms of his experience with the um with the ef from um reaction so yeah um that's kind of where i'm at for that um next thing will definitely be you know i have a lot of things that i need to get done um, one of which is um obviously not eg related is uh i need to get my uh, mcs is rebuilt um, so i need to reach out once i get my tax return back and figure out like hey what is the setup for doing this i know boston has had really good uh, experience with getting his uh, returned i don't know if you guys can hear that but that is a chinook helicopter flying overhead i can hear the double propeller not sure if that's coming through um but yeah it's one of the really big helicopters with the two propellers on there it's pretty impressive they fly by um over my house every once in a while um so yeah those are the tires that i'm looking at um it might be a di- downgrade from the Toy- from the Toyos going from a true R um tire but in all honesty i i don't see um given how fast the 200 treadwear tires are now like i don't see that being such a big issue so yeah um i'm interested to see what happens um with that um definitely gonna see what i can do maybe if i could get like a said of uh the falcons and test out against the toyos again wouldn't be a fair one-to-one but might be close um so yeah it's interesting for sure um going the route of a 200 treadwear again if it saves me money it gives me more opportunity to spend more time on going to possible test tracks and i know that already the eg's handling really well is like i i really don't even want to touch it um so um i'm kind of excited i'm kind of excited about that um still nervous about finally being on track for a while and you know um yeah um we do have uh the grid life events coming up and i'm going to all three of them i'll be helping out adam um at those events uh instructing for him so yeah um if you guys are planning to go to any of those events highly recommend them um let me know and um I'll most likely I'll most likely be there and you guys could stop by and say hello. Um would be exciting to meet more people who are out there running um grid life events. Um but yeah, guys, I don't have a lot uh today, so I think today's gonna be a short episode. Um yeah, for the ace gen really is the rebuilds that is uh coming up and um i'm gonna ask to see how much more it would be to upgrade them to two-way adjustables instead of the single i'm not sure how much the cost is going to be but for now it's probably just going to be a rebuild because honestly I, i haven't really pushed it to that limit yet um but yeah uh aside from that guys i'm just gonna be you know pushing forward with uh the plans that i have um once i get some testing with the new brake system making sure that the hawk or the ebc blues work out um uh, i'm gonna probably keep that as my only trackpad for the setup by another pair and then uh just recycle those uh, with the FCP Euro um, lifetime warranty. So, um, I think for now, guys, this this is it. It's a short one, I know. Um, it is still really hard to get guests on. Um, I reach out to people every once in a while, and it's hard to line up. So, I don't want to continue blabbering if I don't have a lot of stuff, but... Yes, um, you know, I'm I'm very, very happy with uh the response the trophy that I made um got. I'm excited to see that and uh putting that up on uh somebody's neck over at uh at Hyperfest is definitely gonna be very, very exciting. So with that being said, guys, it's a short one today and I will see you next Monday thanks for the support guys uh sorry it's a short one but yeah see you next monday guys